How you doing, everybody? The Jet Comic Podcast Network. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to laugh. Prepare to be offended. Go f*** yourself. But most of all, prepare to be entertained. Chet Coppick, Jeff Vegas. This is Unscripted and In Your Face. Welcome once again to the show that's been banned in uh, 24 states and 19 foreign countries. <laughs> Unscripted and Not in Georgia, your face. Tennessee. Oh, we're, we're big beneath the uh, Mason-Dixon yeah. line. Don't, don't Any place where people are named Billy Bob or have three missing front teeth, we are huge. We are. Also, if you generally, I've, I have noticed people, uh, Pinker, who have Born to Lose Tattoos, our regulars with our podcast. You haven't re- introduced us. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. I took well, out of your you know, breaking my, breaking my flow is I'm nothing sorry. new for you. That's right. You have your period every single day. You know what? I, I was born with PMS. Yes, I really was. That's why you're flowing. You know what? He's just, Chet Kopic and I'm the pinker. Shut the bleep up. You know, I want to... Welcome to Unscripted in your face. I, I want to say... I am Chet Kopic, the sports talk show godfather here in Chicago. This is Jeff Pinkus. This is a combination. If if you're ever with Chet Kopic, he's a combination of Shaft and Superfly. Hey, by the way, just be with him for a hey, minute. By the it's way, awesome. tell me Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin didn't suck. They sucked during the Academy. You could Award. do. Better I was than so that. bored we by would've... that. Oh, it was just horrible. You know what? I, I, I'm not a big rapper, but why not get a guy like like Jay Z, like like Ludacris or Jay Z, right? And let him do the show. I agree because it's going to be a little bit outrageous. Man, I tell you what, gonna be good. You know, it's it's right. You know, I mean, Steve Martin hasn't been relevant for how long now? Twenty years? Yeah, fifteen at least. He was awful in that Meryl Streep movie. That was a cute movie. He's oh, fu- that movie screwed just it up. sucked. Come on, that was nice. You know that, and you liked it. And it's the biggest chick flick in the world. I liked it. I, I walked out. I'm a metrosexual. Remember from the last podcast? What was the name of that piece of crap? I mean, Meryl Streep should have had to sit in the in the cheap seats. But Alec, Alec, for Alec, Alec Baldwin was great. He was always good. Alec Baldwin. You know, if cocky, Alec, he's funny. He was funny. I, I have a perfect movie right now for Alec Baldwin to do. To be you, no, Chad Kopic. Alec Baldwin should portray Vince Lombardi. Wait, it was just in the paper. Robert De Niro's got something going with NFL Films in today's Sun Times or yesterday's Sun Times. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Now you tell me who'd be better playing Vince oh, Lombardi? Alec Baldwin. By Alec far. Baldwin. Yeah. You know, speaking of hair, you know, I go, you know, because I'm thinking of Alec Baldwin's nice locks. Man, if you're going anywhere near the plugs, I'm going to, no, 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 no. I'm going to leave your teeth on, no, on Cortez Road or whatever the hell it is. Actually, I was kind of, um, (laughs) actually, I was kind of, uh, going to apologize for that kind of indirectly. That as much as fun as I make fun of you with the plugs and the nonsense and you really try to keep that lightness going in your hair, the only thing worse than that, my friend, because you really, I saw a guy today with a toupee. I swear it was like looking at Davy Crockett. <laughs> Why? No, no. What you did was you ran into Ron Santo. <laughs> exactly. Seriously. Now that bald heads have become something, I was in a network meeting this this past week. I couldn't make this up in a million years. The father had the bad toupee, and the son was bald. <laughs> I have. I have given. Shaved like Levy. Like I have said. given actual thought. The shaving off. No, no, no. Yours, all my hair. No, that yours isn't bad enough. It's almost, off. No, almost no. there. It's, it's, uh, it's, you know it, what? It, Shove it. Shove it up that absolute 330-pound ass he is right now. Not true. And don't go. It's 293. I, now, now, Levy, you know, you're, you're, you're a guy who understands fashion and a guy. Wait, he understands fashion? Levy's idea of a classy look is a t-shirt with three mustard stains. <laughs> i never seen a kid wear a pair of socks. <laughs> 
<laughs> he doesn't own socks in the winter. Who walks house. around in a hardwood floors? This is fashion? Are you it's kidding me? Nine below here in this here. It's cozy little room. <laughs> He's walking in the sandals. Well, well I'm telling you, if this, was, snow. if this was a prison cell and we're in Cook County or in Menard, we could tell our attorneys to sue charging a human rights violation. <laughs> Getting creative here is a major challenge, folks. Did you say fashion yeah. or passion? I said fashion. Oh, my you God. Dildo. <laughs> passion. Plus, you, you, you took me off my train of thought. What I was I talking about? I have no idea. Have a little more Diet Pepsi with the aspartame. It's good for the uh, the memory. Oh, here's oh. what I'm thinking about doing. I'm giving you a serious thought. Oh, come on now. Locks I for really love? Mean, no. That wouldn't even uh, I am gonna put be, enough hair I, on I, a kid's I ear. I thought about shaving off all my hair yeah. and growing a goatee. <laughs> All right, you laugh. Look how well it worked for Ox Baker, the old professional wrestler. You're 61 years old. Hey, I had my first midlife crisis when I was nine. You're not wrestling. If you said to me you're 27, you want to do it, you were built like a monster, I'd say good move. No, hey, when 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 I was 27 years old, I could go and get my hair colored, and it was like a jazzy Boys. Why would Beach you get Boys your hair colored at 27? Hey, why I'm would you do this? You. Why, why would you do this? Why, for chicks? Why would you have your clothes custom made when you're 19 years old? Because you're an idiot. Because you're a more. You know why? You know why? Because your self-esteem is in the gutter. You are an idiot. And he drives. Uh, I have to tell you, though, you know what? You, you know, I always pound you when I can, but, man, you can dress. No, you really can. He's a you're a hell of a haberdasher. You right? I'll tell you, the other haberdasher is uh, Mark Greco. But you 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 guys are you're an. I well, Gian Greco is lucky. Mark's lucky down because Mark, being a slim down guy, well, he works at it. He can wear he can wear Hollywood looks like the look he had Sunday with the jacket and, yeah. and the shirt out and, and the jeans, jeans. Yeah, and really you know really jazzy. He had to cost four or five hundred bucks. No, he can he shoes. can do it though. No, he can do that. But you you you're a great dresser. You you get away with like. Today, uh, in, I mean, like today, you're wearing. Not many men would just you wear pinstripes, not just like like solid color slacks. And you always got the, you know, some gay color pastel shirt going. But today you look good, actually. You got the dark. I'll say one thing: we certainly are big in the homosexual community. Well, what's wrong with that? There's nothing. Listen, they have ears too, my friend. They can listen. They they you know we need them too. Hey, Manoli, my longtime hairstylist. Here we go. We're gonna start saying we're play gay. Gay geography. No. Do you know Dan? Alex, uh, Alex, uh, I'll take Gay Italy for three hundred. <laughs> I mean, every Jew we do. Do you know such and such from Niles North, nineteen seventy-five? Hey, you, know, you know we're sitting there. Pinker and I are on our way to uh, the United Center for the Blackhawk game this past Sunday. Love it, you'll love this. Ah. I pull out. I pull out a CD that was originally released in vinyl. I was by getting excited David when Fry I pulled called out. Called "I Am the President." Hilarious. Richard Nixon. This was released in about He's living. I googled him. He's seventy-six years old. Is he really? I did. David. David I Fry. told you I was once in a sports bar in Hollywood with him. Yes. Along with Will Chamberlain. Yeah. And Fry was. Chicks were all over David Fry because the album had just been released. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in this in this one sequence, now you got to kind of bear with me here, Pinker. You heard it, but you know. Yeah, I'm going to let you fall there, all by yourself. You know Go what? Ahead. Just just let me die on my own. All Go right. right it'll it'll be a, it'll be a wonderful feeling, all but. Right. President Nixon is getting briefed about about meeting Golda Golda Meir. Folks, you're in for a treat here. And, <laughs> and Georgie Jessel is doing the briefing of Nixon for Golda Meir. And uh, the president says, uh, uh, "And uh, what should I say when uh, 
Mrs. Mayor walks in. Uh, Mr. President, the appropriate word would be shalom. And uh, what would I say when uh, Mrs. Mayor leaves? Uh, Mr. President, the appropriate word would be shalom. Nice. I just, hey, hey, it's going to get better. I <laughs> it has to get <laughs> fucking better. I'm gonna, I was going to actually rescue you here. Nixon, Nixon, and go, and Nixon, and uh, you know, this is going nowhere. Nixon and Georgie just left talking, and they're talking about dietary laws. And Nixon goes, Georgie, you're going to tell me about dietary laws and the Jewish people. I lived in New York. I plan to take Mrs. Mayer to a Chinese restaurant. (laughs) 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 That's that's what I was going to pull you out with right there. That I'm. Another, the, the way it was delivered. Another slanderous the remark de- oh, from you Chet shut- against the Jews. Here we are. You know, I want that bleeped out. I no, want that bleeped out. Come you're on. like that. You're like that little. You're like that little street queen Bernstein over at the score. You know that. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, I'm real serious. Hey, you know what, Bernstein? How do you spell money? Bernstein's on my case all G-E-N-T-I-L-E. the time. G e n t i l e, Gentile. <laughs> not this, not this Gentile, not not this practicing uh, well Protestant hey, turned Catholic. Can I ask you? Let me ask you a question about that. Why don't you? Uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Dan Bernstein and the other guy you didn't bring up, but the same thing as Tom Waddle. They're always on your ass. Have you? Have you? Do they? Why don't you call them up and tell them to give you some equal time so you can defend? Not def, you know because they you know, they don't do that. Defend yourself. They don't do that. They're, they're bullies. A guy? No, no, no. See, uh, in my case, I would give. Uh, if I would rail on a guy, I'd always say, you know, equal time always available. Like Bill O'Reilly always but does. He does. He says, hey, let him come on the show. Remember something about Waddle. Waddle is basically very, very insecure. Okay. Sylvie carries the show. Mm-hmm. When he's out with McFerrin, McFerrin carries the show. And Waddle's only job is to memorize stats. Really. Well, he's, uh, he's, so he's like a jack. Yeah. He's, he's got, he's got a nice voice. He's got nice tonality. He went to Boston College. Mm-hmm. He looks, he looks very prim and proper. He so looks weak, perfect, like Alan Krzyzewski, nice and gentile, perfect. Yeah, I go on. Yeah, why, why do you have a problem with Gentiles? White bread. No, I'm married to Gentile. Who can I have a problem I mean, with look Gentiles? At, look at some of the great Gentiles we gave you over the years. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what Harvey Wittenberg? Harvey Wittenberg. I, what was he Jewish? I, call, I can't remember. I call Harvey Wittenberg. Who for years was the greatest public address announcer I've ever me. heard? That's the only thing missing is Harvey the Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawk, oh. and I don't know why. You know, Harvey and I are talking about some hockey player and hype, and Harvey goes, "You know, uh, people will tell you the greatest public relations campaign of all time was Jesus Christ." It's true. <laughs> so, so that's that's your Gentile. Well, it's a big one. You got a big chit there, my friend Chet. Get it? Yeah, I do. Okay, I do. Now, listen. Um, I, what else do what else do we have here? Um, well, we haven't gone to uh, ask uh, Dr. That's Bell. why I was looking down here. I was trying to help you out. It's because you haven't got a damn ad lib, you know, worth Oh no, no, no. Who just the, who, who just ad libs everything oh, out of your mouth? Oh, hey, cool. How about this? Uh oh, yeah. has been invited by uh Letterman to come on and do the uh, uh top the top ten, ten list. Nice. Yeah. yeah, okay. Who are the ten best sports casters of all time? Oh number ten, Chet Kopic, number nine, Chet Kopic. Remember Chet Kopic? <laughs> Be honest, when you're in front of those people at the United Center, and they're, you're waving at them, Chad, don't you just love it? Oh, you kidding? That's why I got in the business. Okay. I didn't get in this business to make money, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> you no, succeeded I made very well. I, yeah, I, mean, I succeeded for about four years. The other 35 have been have been disasters. No, I mean, don't you just love it when those people come up to you? Hey, Chad, hey, Chad. 
right, here we go. Here we go. I, I got see, I got a pretty see, good folks, one. I got a fill. Fill, you know, fill it, the pinker. You see, when you start see, shaking your knee, that I means, do all the back end That work, means you're folks. nervous Notice? about the fact I'm that you have nothing left. I'm, and so Kopic has to Oh, go. that's because I move my thigh and I'm nervous. Today it's asking Because I'm Amy, horny. That means that I am losing steam. You haven't been horny since... Since, uh, le- since since George since, Herbert Walker Bush. Wait, do you come on the show on Sunday? I have a pinker Gurkha girl, Ursula, twenty sixth. I'm not kidding you. You're Your gonna die, Andrews? You're gonna die, huh? Big rack. You're gonna you're gonna die. You're coming on the show Sunday because we have to debut. Hey, Chet's gonna be tomorrow or, or whenever you're listening to Saturday and Sunday. He's gonna be on Fox News in the morning on on Fridays, and we'll announce the time. But he's gonna be at nine o'clock this coming Monday. It's awesome. Congratulations. Come on, Dan. Yeah. Come on. He's seriously, it's awesome. Every single Friday, you're going to get to talk about sports with I want to Luke thank the Academy. Uh, no, it's true. It's I great. I want to thank James Cameron for having the confidence hey, hey, listen, in me. Folks, let's be honest. He mentions my name for the podcast. It's all I care about. So I'm just trying to be nice about it. He wants. All right, here we go. Here we go. Right. We're, we're going to wrap it up with Doctor uh, Pinker. Okay. Good luck. Are you nervous From to be on, the, be on the uh, news? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, I'm overwhelmed. Uh, okay. You know, wait me when it starts. I think it's great. Dear Dr. Pinker, recently I visited my parents and my 27-year-old brother who is living with them. Oh, we got problems already. Uh, He earned a dual degree in business and marketing Mm -hmm. in May and has been unemployed since. I asked him how he pays his bills with no job, and he told me, the magic bill-paying fairies take care of it. Not only have my parents been paying all of his bills, but they also make excuses for why he doesn't have a job. They do not understand that they are stunting his growth as an individual by eclipsing his responsibilities. This broad's got a pretty good use of vocabulary. Mm-hmm. This is as not new behavior for them. They have always made special excuses for why it is okay for my brother to fail. He's perfectly capable. He's just lazy and would rather play video games and get high than apply himself. Signed, Frustrated. There's nothing else here. There's only one answer, and it's the only answer. He's a jerk-off. That's it. He's a jerk-off. Get and throw, pardon me, throw him out, uh, throw him into the street. Except mommy and daddy, and the word is, the new fancy word is enable. They're enabling him. So until the parents throw, show a little tough He love. is what uh, Time Magazine called about four or five years ago a Generation Xer. You know what that is? Yeah. He's, he's they want to go to college forever. Yeah. And, and then go back and live with mom and dad because the real world scares the hell out of Now, my, my daughter, Lindsay. When she graduated from DePaul, yeah. wanted to come back and live with my ex-wife and I. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said no. I said no. I did not pay college tuition to uh, to the Jesuits so that you could come back home. You're going to go out. You're going to stumble. If you have problems, yes, I will, I will be Different. there to help you. Different. But you're, you're going to learn. You're going to learn on Wednesday how to make eight bucks stretch right. until Friday. That's right. And it was the best thing I ever did for her. And now, and now, when I when I visit her in the home, Pinker, uh, in the home, she's, she's gotten to a point now where they'll allow her to actually use a ballpoint pen. <laughs> no, it's so great. What you're saying makes listen. Just to just uh, just kind of capitalize on what you're saying. My daughter gets out of school in May. She's got like I'm going to say she's got some bonds and things as a kid. Maybe she has like ten grand. She's going to New York. She works in the summers. Not to not brag about my kid. The same thing. I said, honey, you know, you're going to come home for the summer. She's dead. I'm I'm going for my dream. I'm going to New York. That's, Good for her. I don't know what I mean by that. Good what for I mean by that her. is she's got like a little dough. She says, I'll get a job up there. You advise them so long. They're on their own. I'm same thing. It's in North Carolina. So, about it. so God, it's there. Now, will he help them if they fall on their butt? Of course. Are they going to go homeless? No. But they got to do their own thing. But about a year and a half after I tell my daughter, you can't stay home. Yeah. She calls me up one day and goes, Dad, I'm going to Paris and Austria. I said, Lindsay, how? I saved up. Good. Exactly. And didn't live with you, see? 
So my, I, you, you and I pre, you were preaching to the same choir. She also said to me, "Why would it, really? Why in reality? Why would I want to live like? Uh, <laughs> why, why would I want to live with a loser like you?" Yeah, you think about that. They're coming back to what? I they want to get the hell out. No, but I hear what you're saying. Not if they need, if they need All you. Right, now don't forget, don't forget. It. Every Sunday at five o'clock, hey. uh, if you really have courage, sorry, you're coming. And, and then there's nothing on your plate. You can enjoy the pinker on five sixty WIND with uh, Living Large, known as the Man Show. Can you say one more thing? Please, yeah. can you just real quickly just tell them that I'm coming out with us? You do so well. You're, you're, you're going to voice our commercials, the Pinker Cigar. Can you tell people? Oh, the Pinker Cigar? Yeah. Hey, we're going to be puffing on the Pinker. And we're going to introduce the Gaga Girl. Gurkha. The girl. Oh, who the hell cares? It's perfect. Gaga it's a bra girl. with big tits. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you for doing that, Chad. I really appreciate <laughs> All right, it. All right. <laughs> I wanted to give that. I really, in particular, wanted to give that one great sincerity. You did it. All right. We will catch you uh, sooner rather than later. This has been uh, Unscripted in Your Face, brought to you by the marvelous people at Chicago's premier suburban taxi service, American Taxi. Peace, love, and the Rolling Stones.